Hello, hello, everyone. If you're an early bird like myself, good morning and welcome to the Black House, where my house is your house. And in our house, we talk about all things black, from love, family, finance, and health. Today, I want to share with you some basic financial goals you should already have met or should be looking to obtain. Now, I must admit, it takes hard work discipline, and emotional balance to boss up your financial status. Now, as I was approaching my 30s, I noticed how my financial perspective was changing. Things I spent my money on in my 20s were the first things on my list to let go. I started noticing how I had new sets of priorities, my saving patterns started to change, and my budget list periodically increased. I thought about saving and preparing for my career. Building a family, you know, pretty much creating the life that I wanted when I turned 30. I couldn't wait on some black knight in shiny armor to come and whisk me away into some magical automatic marital wealth. So I had to adjust my own crown in order to make better decisions for myself. And that was with or without a black knight in shiny armor. So sis, get your notebook and your pen ready, brew some coffee, or sip some tea. Because today, we're going to focus on bossing up our basic financial goals. The first goal that I have on the list is to build yourself a career that you love while making money. Your 20s were supposed to be all about self-discovery. I mean, some women don't find themselves until they are 30. But for the average, let's just say you just turned 30. By now, you should already know what it is that you want to do in life. Or what you're good at. And most of all... You know how much time you are willing and able to invest. I'm not saying that there's a unicorn job waiting for you because there's not. Trust me, I look for it. But there are some people who hate what they do but get paid really well. And then there are some people who love what they do but can't stay afloat. So pretty much this, pick your pockets or your passion. When I was in my 20s, I had waiting staff jobs, all types of cashier positions, and call center experiences making minimum wage while working at an hourly rate. I spent most of my days at work being miserable. I knew that somewhere I had messed up. So I went back to school, and I found a career that I thought I liked and that I could possibly love. You know, like how you somewhat like this outfit until you try it on. And then when you notice how good you look in this outfit and all of a sudden you love this outfit, well, that's what I mean. I say this because all of your past jobs provide working experiences that, you know, you can use as a standard layout to answer the two important questions, such as what you like most and what are you good at? I personally believe that if you have a passion, it's okay. And if you know anything about bossing up your financial goals, then the money will follow. Goal number two, converting your income into assets. At this point, you should be making more money than you were in your 20s. And you should have saved up a good portion of your income. Now, let's be honest. When people in our community usually get an increase in pay, their lifestyle usually increases as well. So understand that your expenses can increase while your pay will remain the same. (laughs) Fixed. It's a good possibility that you might work for a company that rely on you to use your personal funds for business expenses, which can be reimbursed 
you know, almost two months later. So this means you could be robbing Peter in order to pay Paul. Now, let's just say your coworkers usually go to happy hour, and you know this is usually a good time for politicking. So occasionally, picking up the tab when you're on a budget can be strenuous on your budget. And let's not forget, keeping your wardrobe up in order to match your pay raise is cute, but just make sure your bank account looks better than your closet. It's like you're getting promoted because you're doing the dang thing, and you're getting bonuses because you're just that loyal and great at what you do. But you're still waiting on the next paycheck. That's not financial goals, sis. I mean, duh. You shouldn't make more money just to spend more money. That's a childish way of playing the game. Your expenses should be low. Don't partake in emotional spending. Don't upgrade to a bigger apartment or a bigger house. Don't take that girl's trip that y'all normally do. Remember, your expenses can't meet those vacation needs. And sis... If they're your real friends, then if one of y'all in grind mode, all of y'all in grind mode. You must think of your income as a flowing river of money and your assets are reserves. It's vital to have assets because if your river stops flowing, then you can rely on your reserves. Pay close attention. You need to have money in the bank, like in your savings accounts, plural. Preferably the ones that get you the most in interest returns. You need to have investments that would take care of you. If you lose your streams of passive income, you need to have dividends that can grow whether you are working for the money or not. You need to have real estate. You need to have like 401k, you know, assets. I'm not saying you need to have all of these things, but owning assets is a must. This just goes to show you that your income is not what gives you financial security. For one, If you're an employee anywhere in America, you are taxed the highest. And not only that, but you should all know that the more you make, the more money they withhold in your taxes. Instead of setting aside paychecks for your annual family reunions, set that money aside to invest in stocks, bonds, real estate, or start building an emergency savings fund. In other words, You need to build up a reserve of financial resources that you can tap in whenever your river runs dry. This is as simple as calling up your HR and asking them if they could route 5% or more of your paycheck to your 401k. Or you can simply set up an automatic monthly transfer out of your checkings account. Now doing this will actually put money into, you know, like $200 in a Roth IRA and start investing in some low-cost index funds. Now, these are just a few examples that you can try looking into. I'm sure that there's others. This is just to stimulate your mind on your money, sis. The third goal is to get over your fears of investing. I mean, let's be honest. There are not that many black families stressing the importance of financial literacy. This, too, must be something we, as a black community, should work on repairing. But we'll leave that for another episode. So for now, let's just face the facts. You will not reach financial freedom by putting all your money in a bank account. Put that money to work and let it grow. The stock market could do all the dirty work for you. Investing can be fun, but also risky. But hey, what's life without risk, right? Investing in something is what we all should do. Quartering your cash in a bank is like 
losing a proposition because if you know anything about the economy, inflations will slowly but surely destroy your purchasing power of your cash every single year. Just in my short lifetime, the U.S. dollar had lost 52% of its purchasing powers, and that's according to the data from the Federal Reserve. Listen, if you don't start investing your money now, inflation is going to pretty much make it impossible for you to make a decent living as you get older. Goal number four, clean up your credit. You can start by checking for errors on your reports, avoiding late payments, tackling the greatest balance of debt, or the ones with the highest interest rates. Goal number five, create multiple streams of income. As you can see, the pandemic made it clear that not all jobs are essential, and you can either maintain or lose it all. Now, goal number five and six works hand in hand, actively working towards debt-free. Of course, there are ways you can use debt for some investments, but that's not ideal. Having all your debt paid can bring value to your retirement and your personal financial portfolio. Remember this, debt-free can result in stress-free. Now, the seventh basic financial goal is to accumulate black generational wealth at all angles. And this could be such as land, rental property buildings, bonds, and or actual family businesses, just to name a few. I don't usually take financial advice from rappers, but Kanye West had a point when he said, having money is not everything, but not having it is. I believe that wholeheartedly, because when you don't have money, it can bring some deep, dark times. It consumes your life, and it reflects in the lens of how you see the world. Keep in mind of our black community when it comes to statistics. Even after the fact that we make a significant economic contribution to the United States, our financial wellness staggers behind the rest of the country, particularly those of whites. And that's according to the new report from George Washington University. Here at the Black House, we like to say, if we can change what you hear, you can change what you see.